Hello and welcome to the First and Ten podcast. We are back. We're deep in the midst of the off-season at the minute. It's, we're struggling to find stuff to talk about this week, but we'll we'll give you some stuff to fill in for the next half an hour or so. I'm your host, Ross, and with me, as always, is Dave. Hi, are you all right? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Uh, Patriots are still in the news, aren't they? So. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Don't you worry about yeah. that one. Uh, well, yeah, we're going to talk about Kraft, obviously. We're probably going to talk about some wide receivers, probably Antonio Brown, where he's going to go. And some other guys that are kind of free agents and draft in, in, available in the draft, and some other guys could be traded. We'll hit those guys up, and I've also got a list of um, cup candidates. I want to see what Dave thinks to some of these boys and where they could end up. But yeah, let's start with Mr. Robert Kraft. He's had a an interesting week, hasn't he? He's been charged with solicitation. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, I'm just going with like the the party line that nothing happened. He's yeah. denying it all. I mean, this person said that they can categorically deny that Mr. Kraft engaged in any illegal activity activity because it is a judicial matter. We will not be commenting further. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think they said that they've got two videos of it, but I'm still going to say that no, it did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> My owner would not do that. <laughs> He would not be involved in that sort of thing. And that, <laughs> that is the uh, my official statement. I did see a tweet, and this, this is incredibly crude, but some guy said, do you know how hard it is to wank off over six rings? Sure, you're going to pay someone else <laughs> to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slightly dodgy matter, but I mean... Yeah, it's... I mean, I feel like the other side of it is obviously really bad, but... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the craft involvement's probably a little overblown. Like, I think if you had uh, seen some of the sort of headlines, he was the one that have brought all these people in, and like yeah. he's running the whole show. <laughs> where, yeah, I think he just pops in now and again. Is the gist of it, isn't it? Yeah, but, just reading this article, there's been 200 arrest warrants uh, issued in the last few days for this kind of thing in this area specifically. So he's just the he's just the big name in there, isn't he? If yeah. Another kind of celebrity or well high profile name would have been in there, that would have come out as well. But unfortunately think, Bob is he's there. I think it was Adam Schefter said that they're still like a bigger name, but oh, right. I feel like I, I it wouldn't surprise me if uh, like Kraft's just giving him a few quid to say that, take a bit of the heat off him. Yeah. Because I I think just after that everyone was just speculating who it could be and so I think I think I think Tiger Woods was one of the people that uh, come up, but you know. I mean, just basically lives there. Is uh, why no, he come enough. up? But, yeah, I think there's a there's a few names thrown about, but I think uh, that might have come from the craft people, you know. All oh, right, okay. There's, there's a bigger name in there. Yeah, just don't worry about us. But... <laughs> I'm small fry. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll, we won't really touch on that again. What's going to happen will happen, and if he gets kind of fined or suspended by the league, it's not really going to make a huge difference, is it? Yeah, I, I saw. Um... I think it was Bart Scott saying they should take away like every draft pick from the Patriots or some <laughs> some nonsense. It's like, what is he talking about? Like, come on, seems so, an overreaction. Yeah, a little bit. It's, <laughs> I mean, but I don't, I don't understand like suspending an owner anyway. Like, what difference does that make? Yeah, it makes what, no not, difference to the running of the team, does it at all? Yeah, he's not going to watch the games from his like luxury suite now. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> like, as if Bill probably just gutted. phone him and ask him something anyway. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I don't. Quite understand suspending the uh, owners, but <laughs> no, just hit I mean, a massive fine. They're the richest men in the country just do that. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they end up. But you know, Rog likes to stamp his authority, doesn't he? So well, I'm assuming his best mates won a few years back. Yeah, and Deflategate happened, and the opposite sides are now these two. 
I just assume that we'll have to cut all our players and <laughs> like all our players will just be drafted by the rest of the league. They'll all be eligible for this year's draft. And... Yeah, send Brady to the Bills. Yeah, to the Jets. <laughs> we just got to we just got to sign a load of players from the AAF. Right? That's, uh... The rebirth of Trent. It's happening, mate. And we'll still win a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. That's the annoying thing. <laughs> yeah. um, let's talk kicker news. Kickers are all in the news this week for some reason. Um, mainly relating to the Bears. They're going to they're gonna cut Cody Parkey, which is probably fair enough. I mean, besides the double doink game, he had didn't he hit the post four times in one game during the season as well? Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? And yeah, I think I think kickers are a really harsh job because like is, one miss and they're sort of they're already being called for cuts for them, aren't they? Like, yeah. But Stephen Goskowski for the Patriots has been so reliable, but there's definitely Patriots fans out there that would have him cut straight away. And, Insane. Yeah, if he is cut, but, the Seals do not pick him up immediately after what we've had for the past three years. I'll go insane. <laughs> he's the best kicker available if he's a free agent. Yeah, it's. It's a yeah, it's a weird old uh, position, kickers. It's just yeah, people. I think they just get the blame so much. It's so much comes down there. But I think they also get a bit too much credit sometimes. Like I mean, going back and a Patriots example. Yeah, like Vinatieri is sort of seen as the one who won Patriots Super Bowls. But yeah, I mean, Brady had to put him in position to do that with strike. <laughs> got on there, but people sort of always use to discredit Brady. But yeah, I think I think kickers get a bit too much credit sometimes, but. You know, it's it is what it is, isn't it? But yeah. yeah. So with, with Parky on his way out, the Bears are ch- chasing Robbie Gold in a return to uh, Chicago. Solid kicker. Didn't get a lot of work yeah. last year for the Forty ers because they didn't score many points. Yeah, he's always been fairly reliable, hasn't he? And a bit of a legend there as well, I think. Yeah, it's just one of them weird positions, isn't it? That I mean, some players just I don't know. There can't be that. It can't be that hard to find thirty-two good kickers, but. So no. the NFL no. seems to be struggling these days. We've got Mike Dixon who can do both. I'm not even sure why we're bothering with a kicker. Just use use him for both of them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an odd one, isn't it? It's but, definitely you, know. you have to have a separate punter and a kicker. Surely it's basically the same, like the same technique. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But kicking a ball. Yeah, but you'd think some of these players, like you play rugby or something, that some of the kickers and that, that yeah. they could. Pay them to come over, pay them a few quid. I'm sure they learn a bit more in the NFL than they would play rugby. And... What's Johnny Wilkinson up to? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he could still kick for some teams <laughs> out there. Like, I think that must have been. A, like, I don't really remember um, like Johnny Wilkinson's prime, but I imagine it must have been a thing that oh, he should go to the NFL or whatever. But... His entire game was kicking, based on kicking. Yeah, <laughs> he could do both as well, couldn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he could have uh, punted out, kick yeah, a field goal, we saw Dixon yeah. a few times last year. Um, so, yeah, with those two sort of circling around the Bears, um, the Eagles have re-signed Jake Elliott, one of the better kickers, I think, in the league. Yeah, yeah, another one, just another solid, solid kicker. Makes long kicks as well. Um, compensatory picks have been announced. Um, Rams have done well, haven't they? They've been yeah. Four more. four more picks just to try and push them over that edge. <laughs> I'm full into this conspiracy, by the way. The league want the Rams to win their Super Bowl. I think um, I think they're really odd. It's an odd system. Mm. I, I'm not I'm not sure it's actually that fair because when you look at the teams that seem to get these picks every year, it is seems like the Patriots, um, well, like the Eagles now, like all these sort of teams, and say the Rams now with this year's. Yeah, the I, Patriots have got four comp- compensatory picks. The Rams have got one, two, three. Yeah, three for the Rams. 
it's just it's just sort of playing the system, isn't it? But yeah, it seems an odd one. I think Utah was successful patient. last year. Have four more picks in the draft. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an odd one, but. Because these teams that are successful means their free agents tend to get more money, don't they? Because they're obviously yeah. looking better in their teams. But yeah, it's an odd system. But I don't see it changing anytime soon. But it feels it feels like something that should probably either be wiped out completely or changed, doesn't it? But mm. yeah, for now these teams seem to do it well. And I mean, I think the Patriots got fr- like five picks the top hundred or six picks the top hundred now, which you know I'm gutted about. Seems fair. Yeah, <laughs> but. We'll see what happens to them, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it's a weird old system. But yeah, the Rams, they de- they definitely want them to win. But I mean, their one year window might have already gone because a lot of their players yeah. are going to need paying now. Yeah, they had a lot some of, of them, some of them gone, aren't they as well? Yeah, they had a lot of players that were coming in clearly for that one year. But mm. I, I still think they did the right thing doing that. But yeah, I think uh, they're going to need to do some work this off season to do it again. Yeah. Uh, Steelers news a man you don't want to mess with James Harrison has said that uh, Mike Tomlin needs to take control of the, the, the Steelers uh, he's currently got a roster of um, Ben Roethlisberger and 52 children is what he said yeah I mean <laughs> I'm not I, a man I, I want angry with me to be honest no and I, I quite like any uh, news sort of having a pop at Mike Tomlin because you know <laughs> just quite fun but, it's been quite a lot of Steelers. Heinz Ward said Big Ben needs to do more as well as a leader of this team now. It, it, loads of former players just piling on. Yeah, it it feels like they could be in for a really rough year, doesn't it? Like it's, yeah. I think people are underestimating just how good Brown is and was for that team and what he did for the whole offense. And yeah, and they forgot I, I think, what Bell does as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I saw him the other day that I think he's got the most yards per game from scrimmage in history in NFL history. As we've both said, he's the best running back in the league. And they just, yeah. they just let him walk out the door. And because James Conner had a good season, I think they people have almost just said, oh, Bell, no, he's, it was all a system thing, but it wasn't. No, I mean, not at all. no and I think he's going to show when he signs for whoever he signs for that, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a fluke. I think, I think that should uh, add a bit of, like, a couple of million onto his uh, salary, just like the, the chip on the shoulder, because yeah. that, that's definitely going to help him. Well, he's apparently... From reports I've seen this week, is he is not in football shape, but he's just going to get paid by whoever. Like the, the Jets will just throw all the money at him, surely, to just come and sign him with the Colts or yeah. one of these teams uh, have got hundreds of millions. I've got a feeling them uh, reports are a bit overblown as well, like because I, I saw a uh, post on Instagram, I think an Instagram story or whatever, and uh, yeah, he was basically laughing at the two hundred sixty pound <laughs> reports, and it, it, this was while he was in the gym working out, so <laughs> it was a. Uh, yeah, probably, probably just one of them things that I think it always happens, doesn't it, with players like this? Where I mean, I'm sure that's come from someone. Well, it's come to the from um, Manish Mehta, who's the New York journalist. So I think that's yeah. def- that's kind of a um, it's obviously dark arts, but maybe a ploy from the Jets to say, look, this guy's fat. Don't sign him. No one yeah. near him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this time of year, half the stories you hear are just. Teams just trying to uh, sort of manoeuvre, aren't they? Manoeuvre their draft picks, manoeuvre their free agent signings. Yeah. And yeah, I think you can sort of ignore a lot of what gets reported. Yeah. Um, another strange move Landon Collins, seemingly on his way out of the Giants. Um, he's going to sit out the season if the Giants tag him as well. Yeah. It's weird, this I mean, one. Yeah, it is weird because I, he's, he's just a really good player. And the best safeties in the league. Yeah. And yeah, he's definitely going to have a big market, isn't he? But. Again, safety is a weird position because was it last year or the year before where 
basically no good safeties got signed until really close to the season. And yeah, yeah, there was some some really good players out there that just never got a job. Like it wasn't just um, Reed who well was he end up with the Panthers now, wasn't he? But it took Tyron Matthew a while to get a deal, didn't it? Yeah, and yeah, maybe. Maybe he won't get the deal he's expecting, but yeah, I imagine he'll still get paid pretty well. And yeah, Rashid Jones is currently the highest paid safety. He makes thirteen million. I think that's kind of the the cap though, because Al Thomas wants more than that to stay with the Seahawks, and we're not going to pay him that. He's going to be a Dallas Cowboy more than likely. They'll they'll pay him whatever he wants, I think. But yeah. the safety pool: yeah. Thomas, Tyron Matthews, of range again, Marcus Joiners there. You've got Landon Collins is going to hit the market. I don't think there's any way the Giants can keep him really. See, and I think. So, yeah, I, I can't see. I can't see how the Giants. Well, let's say he said he'll sit out, so it makes it even harder. He already cleaned out his locker as well. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a great situation for the Giants, and I mean the Giants should be one of the more attractive teams to these free agents, but yeah, you're in New York. Yeah, you get to play with Beckham and Barkley. Yeah, it's but I guess Eli <laughs> you got to take the yeah, subtract sure. out from that. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, an odd one. But yeah, it seems like he's going to go. Yeah, I'd, I'd, so, if we're, if we're going to lose Thomas and we are going to lose Thomas, pay Collins the money. I'd take him yeah. in a heartbeat. I'm sure most yeah. teams would. Seriously, it feels like one of the... Um, it's quite a weak free agent class, I think, this year. I mean, it seems one of the better position safeties. So I think probably... there's a couple of standout positions, in it? And then the rest of it is just kind of mediocre. Yeah, wide receiver in particular is... There's going to be some very average players getting paid a lot of money for... Yeah, Golden Tate's going to earn more than Antonio Brown, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to get paid a lot of money. And, I like Golden Tate, but not that much. Yeah, like I say, there's, there's going to be some plenty of players out there that are like are fine, and they're good players that can contribute and will make a difference. But but just because there's just not that many of them out there, then players like Deshaun Jackson are going to end up getting probably a stupid deal that a team's going to regret in about a year or so. And he's got New England Patriots written all over for me. I just can't see us paying him because, as I say, I think he's going to just want too much money. Yeah. It, he, and, could, he could be a trade, like yeah, maybe year, ten million dollars, whatever, something like that. Yeah, uh, say so the only thing with him, I'm just not sure Brady's skill set these days is going to benefit Jackson. True, because he's pretty much all about just going deep and getting it lobbed up to him. Which sort of, if you got Ryan Fitzpatrick, then great. <laughs> but, well, yeah, he yeah. Kind of, his, his numbers fell for Cliff, didn't they? When Jameis came, yeah, in, they connect downfield. Yeah, I'm not sure Brady's the one to take advantage of that, but maybe you'd have him in there just as a almost like a decoy. But just mm. going to pay Ted Ginn like about <laughs> five million less to do the same job. True. Really. Yeah, they do the same job, and Ginn would be yeah, decoy. yeah. <laughs> I, I say I could see it happening, but yeah, it's going to be a weird one with uh, Jackson. I think he's going to get just get paid too much money, and yeah, yeah, maybe if it is a trade, then that is one way of doing it. But yeah, he seems on his way out, doesn't he? And in Tampa Bay when, one way or another yeah it never really clicked with him and Jameis to try for what, three, no. three seasons I think it never really never really got going but let's talk about some veterans who could be cut in 2019 uh, the off season is underway teams are making moves uh, there's, there's some have already gone Vinny Curry Damaris Thomas uh, Charles Clay they've all been cut already yeah it's although Clay has landed with the Cardinals straight away yeah Not there's yeah there's some there's some all right players, aren't there? But I don't think any of these are going to be amazing. Sort of get amazing deals anywhere, are they? Maybe Curry, but no, I think a, there's, better, but. a lot of these guys we're going to mention are going to be solid, solid players that can contribute. But yeah, there'll be a couple of surprise names that I might throw at you. But let's see what you think to a couple of these guys. Then um, guys that are kind of pretty much already gone. Ryan Tannehill, he's out the door, isn't he? 
Yeah, it's a weird one, Tanel, because there is stuff about him that I actually think is quite good, and I think there is something there. But I mean, one, he can't stay healthy. Yeah. That's a, that's a big issue. He's thirty years old, and he's currently on the, the twenty six point six million for the Dolphins cap this year. Yeah, that, that's it. it. It feels like he's a young quarterback still, doesn't it? But he's been in the league what six, seven years now, yeah. and yeah, it's. Maybe it's just that past that point of, yeah, it could still happen because, yeah, maybe he just had that bit too much time. But I think there's worse players out there. But mm. I think he, whoever signs him is just going back into that middle of the road. It, it, that's, the, that's the problem. I think if you sign him, it's almost like you're giving up on the next like, two, three years. And Yeah. I, yeah. I think they are in, they're in the full-on rebuild, aren't they? They're, they're going to tank this season almost, the Dolphins. Yeah. I think Tannehill is going to be one of these players that gets one of these deals where it's like a year with a bit of guaranteed money that a team could get out of after a year. I think he's just going to bounce around the league for a few years after that and be sort of a, either a good backup or one of these players that competes with a, a rookie or something along those sort of lines just to basically the rest Mark of his career. Sanchez. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's probably similar to Sanchez. He's had shown some flashes, but I mean, overall just not particularly good. Yeah. Let's put let's put a name to these and we'll come back to these at the start of the season then. Where does Tannehill land? Um maybe the Redskins. It's I, I, That's I guess a lot a bad shout. Yeah, I guess a lot depends on what these teams have got planned for the draft because I think there's talk that the Redskins could make a bit of a move in the draft, isn't it? There's yeah. I've heard a few whispers that they're uh they the that one of these Yeah. But yeah, I guess if if uh, they don't really do much in the draft then I think or not planning to do much in the draft. But then, I guess even if they were, if they were planning on getting Murray, then maybe get Tannehill in to sort of be a Tyrod Taylor, like like yeah. they had with uh, at the Browns with Mayfield. But, yeah, some, a team like that, I guess. There's a few teams out there that just need a just need a quarterback, don't they? But maybe the Jags. It's, I think it's going to be the same sort of teams for these quarterbacks, isn't it? Because yeah. I don't think any, there's, there's no great one out there. And, yeah, it's going to be hard... These teams could do be the best of what's available. Yeah, which it doesn't say much, does it, for the, uh, <laughs> the no. ones out there? Um, Marcel Darius, he's going to count for twenty-five point five million against Jags cap this year. That's a lot of money for uh, a man whose career has kind of plummeted from his peak. I think he could be cut. Um, what do you think to that? Yeah, it feels like just from the financial side of things, then either way, definitely going to. Yeah, it's. I think they can save a lot of money by cutting him, and yeah, I can't. I don't see how he stays there. Well, unless he obviously they can rework the deal, can't they? But mm. yeah, he, he seems one of these prime to be cut and go to free agency, say just for the financial side of things. Yeah, almost certainly he's going to go. Maybe uh, Malik Jackson as well. He's on the cap for thirteen and a half million. Um, yeah, I guess it, I guess it depends what they're planning to do, doesn't it, the Jags and. Maybe if they're going to have to pay a quarterback a bit more cash now, then yeah. they might have to. These, these are sort of players that are going to be cut to make way, aren't they? They are at some point going to have to get some offensive players. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to try and succeed in the NFL. Yeah, I think, I think both are good players, but I don't think either uh, probably worth the money they're going to cost the Jags this year. And no, not only almost a combined forty million between them. Yeah, you, you just can't be doing that, can you? Uh, <laughs> Two defensive that, tackles. Yeah. So yeah, I think both of them could go. Dwayne Allen, he's on the cap for uh, 7.3 million. Uh, he's the seventh highest paid player on the Patriots roster, which is baffling. What, what does he do? Dwayne Allen. Yeah. 
I've heard just sort of it, I've heard it says more about how the Patriots build a roster than uh, how good Dwayne Allen is really. Thirteen because, catches in two seasons. Yeah, he's he's weird, Dwayne Allen, because uh, when the Colts were over a few years ago, I got to interview him for a bit, and he was such a lovely bloke. And then we went and watched the game at the weekend, and he was absolutely dreadful. <laughs> but I was root, I was rooting for him so much, and then he just after the Patriots, I thought, ah, oh, yeah, I like him. He was he was really he was like really good with me, and so it gave me a good. Good chat and stuff, and yeah. yeah, then it has not worked out. But you know, he's got a, got a ring or two, hasn't he? So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you've been there two years, got yourself two rings and fourteen but, odd million dollars. But yeah, he is uh, not going to be a patriot next season. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Patriots um, like they took that Jack Doyle could be cut by the um, Colts again, just a financial thing. I think he's on. I think he's on the cap for about eight million again or something like that, and I think yeah. they could cut him, but. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if if the Colts do that. Then I mean, they could go, the Patriots could go for another uh, ex Colts tight end and get him in. Well, Doyle that, could easily that's... come in as the tight end one, especially if Gronk retires. Yeah, he's not obviously not the same player as Gronk, but he's shown he can score touchdowns and uh, trouble defenses a lot. Yeah, I I could definitely uh, see that happening if the Colts do decide to cut him. Yeah. He feels like a Patriot, doesn't he, Jack Doyle? He does yeah. Uh, a couple of ones that could be surprising cuts. Vic Beasley. He had um, was it his rookie season? He was uh, all pro. Um, yeah. Since then, he's been kind of well, dismal, basically. Uh, he's on the cap for twelve, well, thirteen million dollars, essentially. That's that's a lot of money for a guy that's not really producing. Yeah, and it, it seemed like at the end of the season, it seemed like I mean, everyone. It wasn't even playing, was it? I think they yeah. benched him almost. I think they had almost accepted that he was going to go. I think, I think they almost said it was goodbyes, didn't he? And uh, yeah, this so he's a, he, has, he is a good player. Had that flash, yeah. so I think he, I think he will do well. Sorry, <laughs> do well in free agency. Hmm. But um, yeah, it's yeah, he's a, he's a weird one, isn't he? As you say, he had that one sort of big season, and then around that, it's not been great. But yeah, and he's going to say I think what's it, about thirty million? It'll cost cost them if uh, yeah. they keep him so yeah I can't really see that no that's quite a lot of money um, Jordan Reed, who for me is one of the best Titans in the league when he's f- fully fit and running freely um, he's on the cap for 6 million which is not a lot of money I don't think for Jordan Reed, but 6 million for a player that plays maybe 6 games a season is a lot of money yeah I, I guess it depends if I feel like if they could get anything back for him in a trade, then I think they could trade yeah. him away because I think the Redskins are in for a good two, three, maybe longer, two, three years or longer. Sorry, mm. of bad, bad play. <laughs> um, <laughs> not not a lot going on because I think they still got to pay um, Alex Smith for the next like, couple of seasons. Yeah, because I think his uh, contract's guaranteed for injury. So yeah, that is not a good situation down there. Like and just no, bad luck, to really. Pay two but... starting quarterbacks essentially. Yeah, so I guess that's maybe a reason why they uh, the speculation they could go for a rookie, just because obviously the savings they make by going for a rookie quarterback. But mm. yeah, that it's not going to be good in uh, Washington. So I guess if they can get anything back for him, like even if it's just like a sixth rounder or something, it might be worth it for them. Just because I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Jordan Reed's going to make much difference. Is he? He might be the difference between like two and three wins or something. But that's going to be about it, really, isn't it, in Washington? Yeah, uh, Blake Bortles. He's got a cap hit of twenty one million. The, the Jags can save eleven million by releasing him. Just do it. Just get rid of him. Yeah. See, it's a weird one, Bortles, because 
I don't really see where he ends up, but no. I imagine he will end up as a backup somewhere, but I don't know where. But <laughs> I mean, like, as much as I slag him off on this podcast and we both have said stuff about Bortles on here, yeah. I don't think he's like the worst quarterback in the league and I do think there is stuff he can do. And I mean, He's fine, isn't he? He's, yeah. He's just fine. He's going to turn the ball over too much, yeah. but he can have these spells where he can throw the ball okay and he can run the he ball really well him, yeah it's so like i think i think there's worse there's going to be worse quarterbacks out there than bottles that get jobs but i think it, i think his reputation is almost so damaged that it's going to be hard for him to get any sort of well at least a good deal it, yeah. I, I feel like he will get a job somewhere but yeah i don't think it's going to be for very much money and I think uh, it's going to be as a backup who... So maybe the same as Tannehill. Maybe someone who mm. they bring him in to compete with a rookie, but... Maybe they just yeah. swap quarterbacks, those two. Yeah. It'd <laughs> uh, be great. I'm sure both would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally get rid of Tannehill in uh, Miami and, and bring in balls. <laughs> I mean, would, they might be able to stay in the same houses they've got. Just, <laughs> just perfect a house swap for a season. Yeah, lovely. Um, speaking of the Dolphins, they've got a couple of players that are probably going to get cut. Devante Parker, seemingly already out the door. Um, yeah. Ten million pounds or ten million dollars are going to save, and Robert Quinn, who didn't really do much uh, no, this no. year there, and they've got a new defensive is defensive head coach, isn't he, Flores. Yeah, and um, yeah, Quinn did not work out at all. Really, did he? Million dollars on the cap as well. Yeah, but did they trade for him in the end of the game? I can't even remember. Yeah, he hasn't recorded double digit sacks in a single season for four years now. Yeah, it's again. He's another one. He had that he had like nineteen sacks one season, didn't he, or something like eighteen sacks. And most of those, yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there's not been tons there, is there? But no, yeah. Devontae Parker. I like him. I think he's a solid number three receiver. He gives you seven to eight hundred yards a season, and he's got solid hands. But he's not explosive. He's not flash. No. And- yeah, I think he could. I think he could be a good player for some teams. And well, it seemed like uh, the trade deadline this year. It seemed like he had gone at that stage, didn't it? But somehow he managed to stick around the last sort of second half of the season there. But yeah, yeah he's, he's he's definitely gone from Miami. But I think he's enough one that could benefit from a weak wide receiver class and get paid a bit too much money. Yeah, uh, the list I'm reading here has got four or five more players under the category of maybe question mark. Alan Robinson. Um, didn't really do a lot, did he, last season? No, but I don't necessarily think that was his fault. <laughs> I think... No, yeah. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky throwing... It. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think I think Robinson's fine. And I think he is a good player. We saw that at the Jags, didn't we? That he is a good player. But, yeah. I mean, what did he end up with this year? He, he did okay, didn't he? It was, what, like 700 yards or so, wasn't it? Something yeah, like that. But, solid enough. But, yeah, he wasn't... I, I, but I don't think it was all his own fault. I think that's. I think the Bears the thing got with bigger it. worries on offense than Robertson. Yeah, but I, I guess. But like, he's enough one though. He had that one big season, didn't he? And then, mm. oh yeah, he had the injury, didn't he? The big injury in yeah. what 2017. Now, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one because I could see it happening, but yeah, I think they've got bigger issues out there than than uh, Alan Robinson. Uh, the Broncos have got two names here. Who's more likely to get cut, do you think? Emmanuel Sanders or Case Keenum? Well, it seems like Sanders is... Well, he's, I think he's like refusing to restructure his deal or anything. So Yeah, he wants his money. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah I think that's fine. And 
I mean, why would he? He's been a, he's been a really solid player for them. It's not like he's been a bad player. No, not at all. But yeah, I think he could go. And I mean, I don't think they can keep Keenum, can they? But I imagine as we get close to the uh, draft, then he's definitely one that is like could be traded. I, I feel like he's more likely to be traded than cut. But yeah, because I think they still have to. I don't think they'd save that much money cutting him, would they? Um, but, the, 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 what, they'd have 10 million in dead cap space um, yeah that's, that's quite a lot there isn't it but yeah I, I, I don't see him being a Bronco but I think it'll be by trade rather than being cut yeah he's got a good chance of being the Jag starting quarterback I think definitely yeah there's a team out there that will give up a sort of mid to late round pick for him isn't there for sure if everyone's seemingly falling over themselves for um, Nick Foles then Case Keenum is just as good as Nick Foles I think yeah, so I, I think the Nick Foles chat this offseason has been a bit overblown. Well, a bit overblown, a lot overblown. But <laughs> like, he's fine. But He got on a hot run and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, the start of this season, he was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, he was. Everyone's <laughs> was, forgotten that. Yeah. And, say, obviously, it's, if you've got a quarterback that can go on these runs, then that's that's not the worst thing to have, even if they're not great. But they can, but they can do it because, and then they, if they can get hot for a whole season, then that's great. But... I mean, the likelihood of that is very slim, isn't it? But mm. yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to be the team paying Nick Foles a lot of money. That's for sure. No, and someone's going to, someone is yeah. going to pay him a lot of money. Yeah, he's definitely get too big a deal. I think. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it for my list of cut candidates. Uh, we've done the news, a little bit of draft stuff. How the uh, the draft pods coming along with uh, with Lee? Yeah, good. Say so, I. Um, I managed to upload the wrong one this week. So if you downloaded the cornerbacks one and were listening and wondered while we were talking about tight ends, that was all my fault. So yeah, I've, I've deleted that, re-uploaded it with the actual cornerbacks one. So if you want some information on them, then yeah, <laughs> the cornerbacks so there. Find out about the cornerbacks class. Yeah, it was just a little preview of the podcast coming next week with the tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> but, if you were lucky enough to hear that one, uh, it's disappeared yeah. now. So you'll hear it again in a couple of weeks. What else yeah. is coming up then? So tight ends next week. What's after that? Uh, I've got linebackers, and then it must be <laughs> track. Maybe maybe it's wide receivers after that. So you got the, you got the uh, the money positions to come up, haven't you? Like yeah, the, yeah, we got the better positions to come, like the defensive ends in this year's draft, uh, some of the uh, best best players out there, and we got them to come. Obviously, the quarterbacks. That's our last one, and then I think we're gonna have a mock draft at the end of all that, right before the uh, draft. Nice. So yeah, we got all the good good positions to come, basically, but. Yeah, they're, they're quite good, and say Lee's. Uh, I think Lee's had a really good analysis of these players. I'm definitely joining you for that mock draft. I'm coming there and like a mix it all up. No, <laughs> With no I, knowledge I like at all. <laughs> well, you have loads of knowledge. You have listened to all our podcasts. Well, true. Yeah, that's it. I, I know <laughs> names that I didn't know three weeks ago because I've listened to those podcasts so far. So yeah, yeah I've got a couple of guys that I want to see, and hopefully they fall to the Seahawks. But I doubt. I doubt it. But you never know. And say anyone that listened to our tight end slash cornerback podcast will know that there's a tight end on there that I absolutely love so I'm hoping he ends up at the Patriots but I can't see it lasting that long but well yeah. CBS Sports in the latest mock draft have got Jets moving back to 15 to, to draft TJ Hawkinson yeah he's the one he's my man I Jets, thought I was... did you like that though? no <laughs> <laughs> no Let, let's not have him as a Jet anyone else please but, yeah he's, he's the one out of all the players I watched this year that I've, yeah I've you know, you just almost like fall in love with players just watching yeah. them. Yeah, I really hope he ends up as a Patriot, but if he's not going to be a Patriot, let him be a Colt or something, or a team I can actually get yeah, behind. Yeah, a team you quite like. Yeah, yeah just a team, <laughs> I just want him to go to a team I like and do well. But 
Well, in, that, in that trade that the, the CBS Sports have done, that moves the Redskins up to three, and with the third pick, they take Carla Murray. Yeah, I, I mean, say we haven't got to the quarterbacks yet, but I've got. I don't think Carla Murray lasts to three. One way or another, no. I don't think he lasts. I don't. Long, I don't so. think the Cardinals take him with one. I think they do. I think they probably take Bosa or Allen or trade out of there. Yeah, I think I think a trade down is very likely from them. But yeah, it, say we got the combine coming up this week, so I think by next week we'll have a lot better idea of what's happening because I think some of these players will sharp really well and some would not so much but yeah I think Murray's going to be one of these I think he's going to be the big story isn't he going into the draft yeah, big time. I think he is probably the best player in the entire draft he just doesn't fit some teams the Niners have no need for him yeah he's... the Cardinals have said they're sticking with Rosen so yeah I think he's going to be one of these players that people either absolutely love and think he's great or they're just basically just wiping off their draft boards and five it's nine, not for them he can't be a foot quarterback five foot nine no it's apparently yeah, it's, it, it's going to be fun. I think that's one thing he's going to be. He's going to be fun, but yeah, I, I'm still not 100% convinced that he's not going to end up going back to baseball eventually. <laughs> yeah, he's having to keep reaffirming that I do want to play football, honestly. Yeah. He said that about, I've seen it about four times now. I, I think he sort of has to do it to make sure teams draft him, doesn't he? Because I think yeah. if there's any doubt they're not going to draft him, so I think he has to say it. But yeah, I'm not 100% convinced by that, but we'll see. One player that I do did want to see, just down to his name alone, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. He's not going to be at the combine. The no, I'm a wide receiver. That's a, if your name is nicknamed Hollywood, isn't he? He's related to Antonio, isn't he, or something? Isn't he like oh, his cousin he? or something? I think he might be. Yeah, because okay. I'm sure they were working out together. I think him, Kyler Murray, and Brown were working out together or something like that. Nice. But it, it might just be that they, because they're both called Brown, they decided to. Uh, Work out together, but well, yeah, he's five ten, hundred sixty eight pounds, and he is the cousin. Compares to Deshaun Jackson, apparently. Nice, yeah, he is the he is his cousin. So I wasn't just making it up, but yeah, Hollywood Brown's a good one, isn't it? He runs a it, four it, three four uh, four three four, four three forty. That's that's pretty quick. Yeah, maybe it'd be like Antonio though, and have you seen he's decided he doesn't want to be AB anymore. It's yeah, what's Mr. Big, Mr. Big Chest. Big Chest. Maybe, maybe, maybe Hollywood will come in and decide he doesn't want to be Hollywood <laughs> anymore. I don't know what he's going to go for, but... Yeah, yeah. if he, he plays for someone that's not near Hollywood. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't go to the Rams. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but yeah, I, I like the combine. We'll talk a lot about that next week, I think. That'll be our, our main focus on the yeah. on our weekly podcast. But yeah, there's more draft podcasts coming out this week. Um with you and Lee, so look out for that uh, if you've not already heard it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so, so it, Lee uh, does some great analysis, and I'll just sort of I'll come along for the ride with it. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but, so, yeah, well, thank you, I appreciate that. More than I would, <laughs> but, at least. So, uh, so I do know these players, but yeah, you go. He definitely uh, is more the in-depth man. <laughs> where I'm more of a, I watched him a few times. I watched him through the season, and yeah. just have a little point of view where he's. Definitely your go-to man for the real info. Yeah, we're happy to have him on board, providing us with more podcasts and more stuff for you guys to listen to. Uh, where can people find us on social media, Dave? Well, on Facebook, we're First and Ten, and uh, on Twitter, we're at First and Ten underscore. And where can they find you? Um, I'm at DJG23. Mainly tweeting about Aaron Ramsey, I see, recently. Yeah, a bit emotional about Ramsey there. <laughs> but, you know, we'll get there. That's, Oh, yeah, I can't believe it. And as well, like Lee is a, is a Leeds fan, like he is. So we've got two Leeds fans on is the he? podcast. I can't, oh. can't believe it, yeah. Is he an emotional wreck like I am every single day at the minute? He, he, seems, to, he seems to be more. 
It seems to be quite calm about it's everything. Unstable. I can't, yeah. I can't handle this. I miss being fifteenth <laughs> and games not really mattering. I can't take this pressure. Uh, I'm know. not used to it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter and read my Leeds breakdowns every Saturday or Tuesday or Friday, whenever we're playing, um, at, at Rossbow1984. Um, get us on iTunes. Please leave us a five-star rating review. We've had a, a couple recently, and that's good. That's pushed us up the charts into the, uh, the top 200 of the amateur charts. Uh, we're also on Spotify, which is where I kind of... That's where I listen to podcasts now. It's so easy, and it, 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 just, it just works better, I think, than any sort of podcast app. So... Big plug for Spotify there. They're not paying us, obviously. But <laughs> I mean, if, if they do want to, then... Just we will happily <laughs> take your money. Yeah. I, I'm more than on board with taking the Spotify money. I mean, they don't pay anyone for their music, do they? So they might as well pay us for some podcast. <laughs> yeah, if they get my content for free. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are everywhere podcasts are, basically, apart from Google. Um, but yeah, you can get us on any sort of podcast app or streaming service um, if you want to come on the podcast if you support a team that we don't really talk about a lot and there are a few of those teams if you're a Cardinals fan are there any of you listening um, a Bucks fan a Lions fan a Bengals fan I've never met a Bengals fan I don't know if they exist um, <laughs> but if you want to come on the podcast and talk about your team and your off season and what you want and what you what you expect and what you, you dream about then get in touch with us on Twitter Dave said earlier at first and ten underscore, we want to get you on the pod. We want to talk about your teams. We want to try yeah. and do all 30, 30 teams because obviously we're fully covered with the Seahawks and Patriots um, chat here. But yeah, get in touch. Yeah, so uh, to, uh, even if it's uh, Seahawks or Patriots fans, I'm sure we can yeah. <laughs> we can uh, make, make you work. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm always up for talking about the Patriots, of course. Definitely, um, and I was always up for talking about Seahawks and uh, how <laughs> nervous I am for this off season, but. We'll get to that. So get in touch with us. Come on the podcast. Talk with us. Fill in some uh, some of the time that we need to kind of uh, fill in podcast for this off season. There's a long way to go till the season starts. But until next week, Dave, enjoy the combine. Thank you. You too. Love the underwear Olympics. And <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week. So it's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And goodbye from me. And we'll see you later.